Squid Comics Podcast, episode 4.8. 4.8, Don. 4.8? Yep. Season 4, um, episode 8. Huh. So it's April, so that means we're tracking pretty good. If you say so. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Alright, fine. I'm excited. I'm glad. You look You like sound it. excited. You just are. You do. Alright, so I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we get together every couple weeks and we talk about comic books. I didn't read this, but it's on my pile. That's cool. Old Head by Kyle Starks. Kyle Starks is going to be I a brand. I brought it because I thought you wanted it. So you can drink it. Sign. Um, Kyle Starks is going to be at Planet Comic Con this weekend. He is? And Chris Schweitzer is going to be there. Wow. Are you going to have him do a con- uh, some cover or something in your art in your book? Oh, I don't know. Right, right. I probably just have I mean, I bet you he could sketch something like that and, you know. He has a fairly stri- a fairly looks simple style. Yeah, a lot of lines, but that doesn't mess to me. It's easy. Very true, but it, it, yeah. it always looks good though too. But I'm it's just thinking true. he's probably one of those ones that can really belt it out probably pretty quickly. You would think, but that's not always the case. So you going to Planet with us? I'm going to Planet. Are you? Not with. You'll be there Friday. Not with you guys, but I'm going. Are you guys going together? No, no, we're not going together. No, we're not. So I'm going with you guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll be there Friday. It'll be, be there Friday? Friday and Saturday. I'll be Friday there Friday. Saturday. I'll, I don't have to wait in line with you schlubs. I'll be on the floor at noon. Nice. You're cool like that. You're going to be in there at noon? Mm-hmm. And you didn't invite I can me? be there whenever I want. I can You're get there at nine. dick. And you didn't invite either of us. You well, it's funny. I only have two. It's one funny. For me and one for my wife. Oh, okay. A few I'm just years gonna ago, be, I'm just going to be sitting in line waiting for Garth Ennis. Yeah, I see who's important to him. Jesus. I'm just going to be His sitting wife. in line waiting for Garth Ennis Friday. So a few years ago, it finally, I finally figured it out. Okay. So like, Art Adams was at Planet Comic Con, yeah. and so I got in there right when it opened, and I went straight. Art to... Art Adams was at Planet. Yeah. I don't remember. That. Uh, five years ago, maybe four years. Ago. I wouldn't know. Probably five years ago. Anyway, so I went straight to his table right when I got in, and there's already like, you know, 20 people in line. I'm like, where the fuck are all these people? It's the dealers. I know, that's what I figured out. And then I realized at San Diego when I kept trying to go to his table, like first thing in the morning, every morning. It's the dealers. I was like the first person there, and he already, his sketch list was already full. I'm like, how is your sketch list full for the day if I'm the first person at your table? Well, I get it. The dealers go before hours, and they catch him, and they get on his sketch list. Or they got him the night before at the I think at there the should hotel. be a rule against that. It doesn't seem you right. You just buy a table. I bought an effing ticket. These dealers, they, they just bought a table. $1,000. They're trying to make table. money. Yeah, but they're making money, though, too. Yes. Making maybe. Bank. But anyway. Just maybe. I don't know. There should be a rule. That's so all I'm saying. I sure as wouldn't, but you. I'm just going to get in So line. if I give you... So you're going to Garth Ennis? That's why I like Air Capital Comic Con. Yeah. So I go there. Yeah. Why didn't I text you first? I could have gave you at least my preacher graphic novel or something um, just to, to have him sign. I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm going to get up there. He may not even be there. I don't know that he'll be there right at 1. I don't even know if it doesn't matter. Friday. I still... You got better odds of getting his signature than I do. I don't know that he's going to be I doubt he even shows up at this table the whole weekend. I don't He's charging $5. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. Is that a surprise? No. I figured you could prompt me at $5 there. Yes, I could. <laughs> Jesus. It's not what I meant. I don't think it's going to be that hard to get to him. I just want to get it out of the way. Understandable. I think it'll be impossible to get to him. 
It's gonna be packed. Well, I'll tell you what. It won't be. I can get in early on Saturday, <laughs> so if you can't get there Friday, leave it. And I'll leave go it with there you. Saturday. <laughs> Uh, Let's have your wife saying anyway. How many passes does Brent get? Why didn't he hook me up with some? Four. Those efforts are expensive. He gets four. How many is he using? Two. And he gave you two? Yeah. yeah. And he's taking you his wife. He could have given me one. I mean, come on. He could have given me one. I'm his, I'm his cousin. I could have. I could have gotten you two. I don't, I don't like that guy anymore. I could have gotten you two. I don't care if he's I, my blood relative. I could have gotten you him. two passes. Could have got what? I could have got you two passes. Oh, oh yeah. Why didn't you? You're rich. Wow. Loaded. He's loaded. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. How expensive are they? Eighty Six. bucks for a three day pass. Nah. Yeah. Yes. Ahead of time. And if you go yeah. Friday, yeah. If you go Friday and Saturday, it's thirty and fifty. So you're paying eighty anyway. Yeah. I didn't know they were up to eighty. Yeah. It's it's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. 200 bucks to basically buy parking, which I prepaid for parking, and um, get in. With two How people. do you prepay for parking? They have yeah. a link on their website. You click on and you just say what lot you want. And you like what lot did you pick? The one like the arts district, so it's like four blocks away. It was a little bit more if you I got usually, right next door. I usually just pull right up at that church or whatever that little parking lot in front of that yeah. hotel, that crappy asphalt. Well, this one was only 16 a day instead of 20. Oh. Instead of 22. So I it's cheaped out on that. only 20. I think they dumped it to 22. And that's if you prepay, I think. Wow. I don't know what it is. Are you talking of. about the one... Dude, I don't know my way around Kansas City. I'm just telling you that the Arts District was the cheapest of the options. Where did you prepay for your parking? If you click on Planet Comic-Con's homepage, there's a parking thing, and you can go, and there's a link to prepay, and you pick where you want to park, and then you pay, and then you get a little uh, thing on your phone with, with the QR code, and then when you get to the thing, you show the QR code, it'll let you in. Hmm. I wonder if that place is so. Anywho, under the book ha uh, hotel area, or should just be parking. parking. I, I got it. Well, I, mean, I got buy tickets. Book hotel is not the greatest. Yeah, I would agree. Parking and public transportation. Where the fuck you hotels under I, hotels? I think so. Okay. Pre-purchase parking. There parking you go. Parking made easy. Parking made easy, baby. But anyway. But alright, I guess I'll look in this tomorrow. Or right now. Or all right. right now. So who the F watched I can't find the link now either. Who so. the F watched Batman? I did not. I did. You didn't watch any of it? Mm -mm. What the I was going to start it on Monday and finish it Tuesday, but my car, daughter's car screwed up again, oh, so I had to go rescue her, and that cut into my watching time. Huh. It wasn't anything major. It was just for being cautious. Well, that's good. That Is was it, though? Major. Uh, it's good. Reserve your space at one of these via this link. I can't even find that damn thing. Yeah, I can't find it either. What? So I'm here. <laughs> Menu. Oh, the menu. And then go down, and it has parking under the menu. Where's the menu? Uh, there's parking under info, parking and public transportation. Sorry. Cool. Pre-purchase. Yay. But the link's not working. So I did the Arts Garage. It's sixteen fifty. The 2012-10 Broadway and the Auditorium Plaza are both twenty-two. 
I don't know if that little church thing you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I don't know which one that is. It's like you go underground and you like go in there. Not really, no. Yeah, it's underground. It's right on the street, right across yeah. from it. Yeah. I bet um, it's 22. I figure I could walk four blocks. Not me. Four blocks sounds pretty easy. Not me. I can't get this thing to pop up. So, anyway, I'm sure this is exciting for our listeners. Nothing I'm happy. Sure. But. All right, Batman. I want to. I want to hear what Scott thought about it. All right, what does Scott think about that? The right. Batman. The Batman. I thought it was all right. I mean, it's. Why did everybody so, like it so much? You so guys here's, yeah, here's, right? here's, here's my thoughts on it. All right. It's uh, very dark, as Batman movies are. You know, type things. It's not a whole lot of happiness in it. You know, so it's more of the DC formula of misery and woe. Um, Good things about it, Robert Patterson is Batman a hell of a fucking lot. You don't see him as That's Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne very much. And even when you do, he looks like a little emo kid or something weird. But um, but it, acting is well enough. I think uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman I kind of liked. I thought uh, did pretty well there. Uh, I did like some of the kind of setup. But at the end of it, or I mean basically I felt like it was almost like another skewed thing of... The Dark Knight, in yeah. a way. I mean, The Dark Knight... Here, okay, I don't think this will be too spoilerific, but The Dark Knight, the Joker wanted the world to burn. He didn't give a fuck who the hell it was. Yeah. I don't think that... I think he came to Gotham just because it was popular at the time and there was this guy dressed up as a bat. Yeah. But he could have done that anywhere, sure. right? This guy's... The Riddler, his thing is a little bit more focused on Gotham for particular yeah. reasons that the movie gets into. But at the, the scheme of it is both of... I mean... The Joker just wants to cause chaos. This guy was a little bit more after a vengeance type of thing. But they were both very... Similar-ish? Similar-ish in their methodical type of ways, you know, of screwing with people, I guess. You know, in different ways. And and so that's kind of what I took from it, was I didn't feel like it was... Well, it was good acting and kind of neat for a detective type of thing. I don't know that I felt like it was really original for Batman in some ways. I don't know. Well, and, and maybe I'm being a little harsh on it there. It's still very good, but it's it's just a little long, you know, because I, I just feel like it does not, you know, it does, its pacing is pretty, you know, particular, I felt like. But there's some good action and stuff in it. But the overall mystery of things, is it really a mystery? I don't know either too much, you know. it's It's trying to keep you guessing, but... I don't know that you really needed to either by the time you figure out certain stuff either. I really like the thumb drive. But th- is that the Riddler? <laughs> that seemed like something the Joker would do. It's, you know? It's pretty dark. But it is. I, I, mean, yeah. I thought that Pat, what's his name, did a good job. I liked his Batman. I, I thought I that Bruce Wayne was fine. The only thing was he looked like a skinny little Batman. Well, that's what I was saying. Is Bruce Wayne... Oh, oh, as Batman. Batman. That's true. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't think it was too It long. was way too long. Yeah. If that movie would have been two hours, I probably would have liked it more. They, tr- My opinion... They, they would have tr- made more money, too, because they could have more show. Right? Yeah. And they could have cut a fucking hour out of that movie. I think No problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's just long. No freaking problem. Um, I know what... I get what they were trying to do. Yeah. I just don't think it worked being... It's a slow Batman movie. It's yeah. Batman as a detective. 
Yeah. There's not a lot of action in it. There really, really isn't. Yeah. There's not a lot of action in it. He didn't... I don't know. Yeah, maybe. What the hell was on his... What, what, were those arrows or something? He never used those. I don't like, know. Whatever's on his wrist. I mean... He's got the little gadgets and things of that nature, and he uses I, a lot of things. I think I would have liked that movie if it was about an hour shorter. Because two hours in, I'm just like, oh my god. And then at the end... It, like, kept going. It kept like, going. he's in yeah, prison, yeah. and he's like, oh, you didn't figure this out. Yeah. And then he does that. And then it's like that. I guess at the end there was action, like, in the yeah. in the auditorium. auditorium or whatever. There was some. And, I mean, there was, like, a fight scene at the beginning. There was a car chase, which I liked the car chase. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That yeah, was pretty good, too. But I think is what they were trying to do was ground it. Because, obviously, the Riddler didn't even really have a costume. It wasn't like the Jim Carrey, like, Unitar, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like they were trying to ground it in reality. Yeah, make it a little more gritty, and a make more it more believable. Yeah, yeah. rather than some dude. Running and that's what I've always wanted from a Batman movie. And, but but doesn't it feel like a little bit of same beats of the Dark Knight in that way? Then though, too, a little bit. Um, but I don't know. And 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 then I we're starting over again, which I yeah, guess is I fine. I guess it's fine because you're telling a story in a predetermined. He's like two years in. He's back. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so we're starting over. And, again. and the good and thing it's is, like, oh my god, we're starting over. They again. didn't have to repeat the whole murder, although they right. didn't talk about it. They didn't show. They didn't show what his parents they get didn't murdered. show him. And it's still three hours. Freaking Batman yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And they actually get into even a little bit of uh, Martha's, you know, history right. there too. Man, I don't you care know. About that. But uh, and, but but it's something that the other films never really talked about. I mean, really. I honestly think my main care. problem with that movie was it was too. It's long. too long. Yeah, and it's slow. It's it a is. slow. It's a mystery slow burn. burn, and it's long. You can't do <laughs> slow and long. I don't. Think. But but I'm totally with him. By the time you get to the point and they capture him, you I mean, know it's like oh fuck. You know, he's, like, it's doing okay, almost it's over. No, no, I was <laughs> no, like, we got oh, crap, they're doing this. See, this is my thing. Him. I felt like, crap, they captured him. He wanted to be caught. This is just another page out of the damn Dark Knight when the Joker did. So what's he going to do now? You know, type yeah. things. And so he's got a big master plan, you know, type things. And so now you've got what? It seemed like another fucking hour after. Yeah, I, know. I don't know. It was just long. And then you're like, oh, my God. And I'm still not entirely sure what the whole point of that whole last sequence of things was really much about you know i mean what that plan was well, i'm going to flood gotham or something but yet it seemed like he succeeded but yet gotham didn't totally flood either so i, I don't know what the fuck happened and how batman actually saved the day like they thought he did so anyway but, like i said it's so we're watching it and barbara bowed out it was oh, like yeah. two hours in. She's like, I can't do this anymore. She's After like, two hours? On. You're almost yeah. there. I was like, you're almost there. We only got another hour. She's like, nope, can't do it. I don't care. My wife made it all the way through. But, uh, so the scene, so the, the penguin is in it. Yeah. They catch him like in a drug bust, right? And then he runs off in the car chase. That's the car chase. Uh-huh. He destroys like everything. Oh, that's Explosions, fucking... like cars, everything. Like, and he's running, and they, they catch him. They catch him. And he's out. And they take him to, like, this, oh, like a secluded area, like a warehouse district or whatever, you know. And they're questioning him, and they get their answers from him. And then they're like, all right, see you later. And they, they leave. 
they just leave him there. And After he, like, caused, like, a 50-car pileup of explosions <laughs> right. and everything else. And, and probably and had to have killed, killed you know, a chunk of people, people on this interstate. But they just let him go. Right. No, well, yeah. They just leave him there, and they run off. And then he's bitchy. He's like, you're just going to leave me here? How can you do that to me? And I'm like, you should shut your mouth. Because in the real world, they would have hauled your ass in. They're letting you go. And then, like, later on in the movie, he's just, like, on the court out, like, on the steps. And I'm like, oh. But honestly, Colin Farrell did a good job, though, even in that role still. you, I had no idea. That's I, Colin Farrell? Yeah. If that's I the would, penguin? Yeah. If I wouldn't have known that ahead of time, I would not have guessed that's who that was. You know, you look at him and you're just like, yeah. And the way he talks and everything, you can barely uh, get that from him, so. All right, Zach's going to review uh, Gru versus Tarzan with me real quick. I haven't read that yet. Well, we're going to talk about you it. You can't so. spoil it. It's a Gru story. There's nothing to spoil. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> All right, so Zach, what did you think of Gru meets Tarzan? I liked it. You like? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Of course you did. It's Gru. It was, it was a good connection from Gru to Tarzan. Did you think it made a good transition? Yeah. It seems kind of convoluted the way it kind of connected them together. Yeah. It jumps back and... Yeah. yeah. Who draws the Tarzan? Uh, Thomas Yeats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought the best part was uh, the Sergio Aragones and uh, Mark Evan here at San Diego Comic-Con. They, they weave that story into it. Yeah. Right. And then I they all lost in a zoo. Yeah, so... I was at that Comic-Con. <laughs> it's not real. I'm <laughs> sure. Oh, that's when they came up with the idea to do the book. Oh, maybe. But yeah, <laughs> so... I was there. So Sergio, they're at the Comic-Con, and Sergio decides to go and uh, go to some crappy San Diego Zoo. Not the San Diego Zoo, but some horrible zoo, to do research about the Tarzan. And at of course, the zoo? At the zoo, because there's jungle animals. Huh. And so uh, he, gets, uh, he gets lost, and Mark Evanier can't be bothered to go um, help him because he's too busy running all these panels. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, the group parts were definitely better than the Tarzan parts, I thought. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah. Tarzan parts kind of dragged a little bit. But it's nice to have some Gru. And they had some good Gru jokes in there. When yeah. he kept saying we need to go, like, north, and he keeps pointing the wrong yeah. way. And then he said we need to go down, and then goes up. Yep. But luckily that was the right way. Yeah. Does yeah. Tarzan like cheese dip? It doesn't get into that. Tarzan is really serious. There's so it's no weird how, like, the Tarzan story is very serious about, like, human trafficking and stuff. And then Gru's story is about looking for cheese dip. And somehow they mix together, so the the like tone of the two stories is kind of weird, yeah. right? Because one is like super like serious stuff, and the other one is like Gru and she's do so Tarzan and human trafficking. Yeah, like they're basically he's in Africa, and they're like trying to capture people as slavers and like traffic them over to as slaves or whatever. So Tarzan's trying to stop it. He doesn't have enough people, so Gru goes and gets a bunch of people from Gru's world to come help fight. But they're very amazed by the guns because they've never seen guns in Gru's world. Right. Yeah. So, right. So, what would you give out of out of uh, five stars? Four. Four out of five. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that'd be about the same. I like wow. that. All right. Cool. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for helping out. And Good job. Help me review. Excellent. Rue meets Tarzan. Wow. Look at that. One already knocked out. Wow. And he didn't even show it up on his screen. At oh all. yeah, I was looking at it as we were doing it. Jeez. Yeah. You haven't read that yet? You probably have any single issues. Yeah. All right. So anything more on the Batman? Nah, we talked about it. Is it? I don't know. Give it a watch. I, I don't it's, know it's why people 
thought it was the greatest Batman ever. I don't know why people liked it as much as they did. It wasn't terrible. It, it's good. I honestly think it would have been a good movie. If it was shorter. If it was shorter. shorter. That's fair. I think, because like you said, you can't do a slow-ass movie like that and make it that long. Right. Yeah. In my opinion. No, I like, agree. Like two hours, I would have been able, because like, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, that's the problem because it moves at a, a particular pace and it is a long movie. It feels long, but I, you know sometimes you can have those ones in which there's so much flying at you and whatever else that you don't really realize the time a bit. But it that's your problem here is that I think you feel the time that you. I think it's it, it's a Batman movie that they never tried to make before. Like so, like it's a detect like he's a detective. They tried to do something different. They tried to yeah. do something different. I think I think and yeah, like I said did. I liked it but it was I kind of feel like and, and it's it kind of sounds like I hate it when people cuz I don't know it sounds kind of shitty to say it was too long because I watched it at my house <laughs> you know what I mean like I watched it on my TV I didn't go I to know. the theater but I think I've been comfortable as hell at the theater and just been bored in yeah. certain spots and things like that but I don't mind a movie that's slow, and I don't mind a movie that's long. You can mean slow and long. It just has to be compelling. I mean, you can have a slow and long movie and be compelling. Right. It doesn't have to move fast. It well, can be a slow burn and still be compelling. Like, a Dune, I thought was fine. I mean, I didn't think that movie was slow, because they were world-building. They had a lot to do. It was, it was a slow movie, and not a lot happened, but it still drew me in, and there was enough visual interesting things happening that it was compelling. So I don't right. think... Something has to be like bam, 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 bam. Yeah. I think it can be slow and still be almost, and, and long and be good. It's just, I mean. I know that like the the second movie or the third movie, they were like, it had too many villains. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And maybe, like, I. I don't buy the whole too many villains. I don't. Either. I don't think Catwoman needed to be in that movie whatsoever, except for really? Natalia. Huh. I, I don't know that she added. I mean, yeah, I was a little bit humorous with the scene with her in the club and the eyes and stuff but I mean other than her tie with the DA or I mean with the, the Falcon yeah, one of the like other guys. than that like I don't know like I don't like they could have cut all the Catwoman shit out of that mm, movie okay. I think um, I haven't seen the movie so I don't know but I don't know I think maybe it just wasn't good enough so, my, I, this might, I just so felt this like is going to spoil just a tiny little bit. Gave you a little, little bit. bit of emotion that you weren't getting from Batman, though, and other type things, though, too. I know you that know. they had the thing with the Joker, and there was, mm -hmm. a, like, a deleted scene online that you could yeah. watch. So that's kind of obviously set up for the second movie. Perhaps. But at the very end, when he's, like, yeah. almost dead and he pulls out that green vial and sticks it in his leg oh the adrenaline yeah yeah and, but they keep using the word vengeance like they kept using the word vengeance and then he I just it, I felt Bane coming yeah Bane is I felt Bane because I thought okay yeah. that's the Venom the Venom it's serum Bane, or whatever yeah. and vengeance and vengeance was used over and over and I'm just well, like I, I, I thought that, green, that the, and okay. then that, that, I mean you you could be right there. I mean I thought that the whole idea of this was the fact that Batman, because of his parents and things of that nature, is after vengeance. He's after reve he's revenge. You know this right. whole thing is vengeance. And by the end of this movie, they kept beating that in because yeah. that was his pure drive. 
and he realizes vengeance shouldn't be my pure drive because he encountered a villain who was using vengeance against him, essentially. The whole thing that was going on was basically this person's vengeance against Gotham for right. leaving him stranded and whatever else. And so he's realizing, shit, I am not cleaning up what I'm wanting to do because people are using what's driving me against me, right. you know, type thing. So I felt that by the time you ended this, he's realized vengeance isn't shouldn't be my drive. I should be, you know, trying to improve things and it shouldn't be just a pure revenge right. you know, mission. Well, I think there was a point where he pulls that adrenaline out, sticks it in his leg or whatever, and then he pops up and he's like, Vengeance! And I'm like, yeah, oh, Bane. Yeah, I could <laughs> see that, though. Venom especially and, and Vengeance. Yeah, especially for you guys that have read a lot of it. But, yeah, but I didn't yeah, think that that was that. really where it was going. I thought it was his moral of the story. Vengeance doesn't have to make you do drive you, you know? Yeah, so... I don't know. It seems like they're trying to do kind of another year one thing, but just do year one. I mean, that story is pretty perfect. I mean, you don't really have to mess up too much. And I kind of feel like they need to do something different with Batman. I know they tried to do something different with the mystery, but it sounds like it wasn't 100% successful. And and it feels... It's kind of like when the Spider-Man movies were coming out. Once the Andrew Garfield ones came out, it was like, I don't know, dude. It's just not different enough. It's just not new enough. It's like, I'm burnt out on Spider-Man. There's been too much, too much Spider-Man in the modern era. And probably so. Now, Homecoming well, worked because I think it was Marvel Universe. They tied it into that. And Tom Holland has a lot of charisma. And it just... It was just... But, that, but that's... Good. I personally I, still chalk it that, some of that stuff up to the fact that they took the... What fun out of Spider-Man when they did yeah, Amazing. Sure. You know, did, a bit. You know... And Tom Holland brought a lot of that back. It, yeah. it, but it also helps when you have a lead-in of Robert Downey Jr., you know, to yeah. to, to aid you. So. But I think there's but, just been too much Batman movies. I don't film. know. I mean, I mean if, and you if did, you're going to do it, like, do something totally different. Like, what if they did, like, actual Dark Knight Returns? You know what I mean? Like, a future Batman, old man Batman. I mean, that'd be cool. Well, you know, it's like Logan. You know what I mean? That'd be yeah. cool. But And I think they were almost That's what they should have done. With... Yeah. with uh, Rather than reboot and do another Batman Begins, basically. But I think that's where they were starting to go with Ben Affleck, but obviously there was creative differences there, and who the hell knows what the hell they were trying to do there. I don't know. Matt Reeves was the one who wanted to do that with Ben Affleck, and he ended up making this movie, so, I mean... Yeah. Are you sure not? This isn't the exact movie he was trying to make with Ben Affleck. And maybe Ben Affleck wanted to do Old Man (laughs) Batman, so who knows? Yeah, I don't know. You know? but. But, yeah, I don't know. I think there's... I think... There's still a good Batman movie out there, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like they're quite getting there. I think they're trying to make too many people happy. You know, could be. I don't know. I, well, like I say, I don't want to be too hard on it. It's still a good, solid Batman type of film. I just don't know if it, in today's day and age, because of how many Batman films, it just didn't seem to me like it stood out too much. It's kind of like if you're going to do a Batman so, movie, you better do something really cool with it and it sounds like they did something a little bit different but not mind-blowingly great right. yeah so yeah. i mean did did you guys watch the tour trailer i did yes <clears throat> very good i like it little guns and roses it's nice i figured yeah you two would like it well you like guns Girl. and roses i do like guns and roses but i mean you guys are like, like i, I want to travel to kansas city to see guns and roses type oh of my people. god we used to like console hours 
<clears throat> I was actually thinking about going to Oklahoma City to see Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, wow. My racing. No. Yeah, I have too. That's why I was like, nah, I don't think so. Nice. But yeah, so I did like the trailer though. And it's, yeah. I mean, it sounds like they are, from what I've read, Wikipedia, no, I'm kidding. But it's one, it's one of the scenes was like straight out of uh, the comics, I guess, huh? Well, they had a so, little screenshot where it was like they took the same, like, it looks exactly yeah, the same. It's yeah. like they took it as a storyboard for their yeah, stuff. So it's fun. The only thing, everybody, I guess Gore is in it. Gore the God Butcher is in the movie. That's what I understand. Yes. But I guess he looks nothing like it because I saw, like, I tried to Google it and it. Looks, looks like, like, like a ghost or something. Or something. Oh, so we're yeah. pulling a Galactus out of Fantastic Four. I guess. I don't know. It's weird looking. Oh, but as Christian as Bale as is playing Gore. As long as my comic book shoots up to $1,000. Oh, it care. totally will. Yeah, I think it will. Well, I think it already has. Yeah. Has it really? Oh, sure. Well, not $1,000. I know, but it's really jumped up. Shot up in Because Gore's in it. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Do you have I the mean, first appearance of Gore then, I think? Yes. When did he show up? God of Thunder number one. The first that when Jason Aaron's first book of Thor. Jason Aaron. So it's right. not that long ago then. No, huh? it's okay. yeah. So here's a question. Here's I was a question. About. He was this is something about. I would like your opinion on. Okay. So I was just so I was on Facebook, and I'm on different marketplaces and things. I'm on like a comic oh, book a collecting thing. thing or whatever. But anyway, this, this guy had <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number one, CGC at two point five. Okay. And he was asking forty two thousand dollars for it. Okay. Okay. Which I think that's a as far as the market is right now, that's a fair price. I'm not just sure. I'm not disputing. I have that no fact idea what a price for a two point five amazing spider number one is. My question is that's not my question. All my right. question is within the last because there was a guy on there that had commented, he seemed like an old guy, like old an guy. older guy like us that had been collecting forever. Sure. But he's like, Yeah, he's like, I bought mine. Back in like nineteen ninety for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, and he he said uh, it was when Valiant was coming out. Mm -hmm. He was like, Exo Man of War number one was worth more than Amazing Spider Man number one at one point. I don't think that's true. Well, if he paid a hundred dollars for, but what grade was it? I don't know. Okay. I'm just, but anyway, so in but, nineteen in Valiant era, he was not paying a hundred bucks for Amazing Spider Man number one in good condition. But anyway. two point Okay. Sure. Anyway, my question is, that was 30 years ago or whatever. Gotcha. So within the last 5 to 10 years, mm -hmm. whether it was COVID, whether it's CGC, whatever, like that shit has shot up. Like yeah. those keys. Correct. Do you think that that's going to hold its value? No. Or do you think like think in it's... 15 to 20 to 30 years? And how much of a drop? Like if you're paying 42 grand for a, a Sp Amazing Spider-Man number one, 2.0 or 2.5, you think it's going to cut in half? Do you think it's going to hold its value? Like, I'm just curious your thoughts because it's a fluctuating market. It is. You know, ask me a week ago, I would be like, yeah, I think comics book prices don't typically go down. They might, like, flatline for a while, but they don't usually go that much down. Unless it depends on what it is. For key stuff. Yes. For stuff that's Marvel and DC, for key books, they don't usually go down. Right. But I feel like there's a little bit of a bubble right now. Now, whether that bubble can be maintained with the current economy and inflation, maybe it can because maybe inflation and all that stuff, maybe everything's going up. So maybe it can, but I just don't know. Like, I think the people buying it are buying it as an investment. I don't know that there's the demand for the people who actually want that 2.5 for 42 grand. Right. Like, is there some guy out there who's like, I just want to own it because I like it and it's worth 42 grand for me to have it. Right. I don't know that guy's out there. 
I mean, is it worth forty-two grand for you to have Amazing Spider-Man number one, two point five? No, I mean, you're a pretty big no. fucking Spider-Man. I don't. Man. Let's say I you had forty-two grand. If I if I won the lottery tonight, well, not not won. lottery. Let's say you've got a million in the bank. Yeah. Would you pay forty-two grand for Amazing Spider-Man two point five grade? Not at this point in my life, probably not. Okay. When, maybe. I might because... Because you think it might hold its value. It would hold its value and maybe go up. That would be the only reason. Not because I need to own it. Correct. Like 20 years ago... And I think at the end of the day, I think the price of these comics has to be driven by people wanting to own it because they want to own it. Not just because they want to flip it. Right. And I think the only people out there who are paying those kind of prices are people who want to flip it. And when it's all people who want to flip it, eventually that bubble bursts. Right. Well, one of the other comments that was on this thread was somebody was saying, you need to buy these books up because there's not that many of them anymore. If yeah. you want them, you need to buy fair. them up. Because these big investment groups, corporations, yeah. whatever you call it, are buying all this shit up. And, and they're, they're driving the prices up. And they're holding up. it. Yeah. But see, yeah. they're as also, an as an investment, they're driving the prices up. Yeah. Right. Here's a funny story that I saw the other day. Like, someone sold the first tweet... Oh, yeah. The for NFT. the NFT yeah. for, like, what? Like, 2.8 million or 2. something? 2.8 million. And the guy tried to resell it a few months later, and he got, like, 28 grand. Right. So, clearly, there's some inflation, inflated bubbles out there. I'm mm-hmm. not sure comic books are that. And they might be because of the movies. Like, they could we be. keep talking about how I just movies... don't think the people who see the movies give a shit about Amazing Spider-Man number one. Other than as a novelty. You know what I mean? Yes, but that that's there. Like you said, there there are people that are like, oh, this Spider Man, this uh, Marvel Universe is like taken off. These yeah. things are worth money. Oh, this is worth forty two thousand dollars. I'm gonna buy it, and I'm gonna yeah. sit on it for yeah five months, and then I'm gonna sell it for forty eight. Or I'm gonna I'm gonna take that book, and then I'm gonna take another book, and I'm gonna sell those, and then I'm gonna buy a five Amazing Spider Man number. Like, there's a lot of people that upgrade. Yeah. Also. And I could be wrong, but it seems like a risky, risky investment to me because what you're paying for, it's only worth that much if somebody wants it for that much. So right. if the demand disappears, it's worth nothing. You know, it's yeah. kind of like right. that whole exactly. NFT. If nobody wants it, I, I don't know. You know, okay. and so. The only reason I ask is because you're talking about it and you can get one for 16 grand. I think. I think this guy's was a 2.5. <laughs> well, but even at 2.0. Okay, but, but here you go. Here's even one then that's giving it at a 9.8. That's a reprint. Okay, okay. You're <laughs> not going to get a 9.8 of Amazing Spider-Man number yeah, one for 13. You're not going to find one, and you're definitely not going to get... That's a $3 million book. Okay. If a 9.8 existed... I don't know. I think the money is at the high grades. I think investing in low grades is a loser's game in general. Because I don't think... I mean... I don't think they're worth that much. I mean, it's amazing the the exponential curve of like a 9.8 as it goes down to like a 2.5. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If you you look with grading now, Scott, I mean, seriously, like that stuff... If you have a 9.8... To a 9.0, like it goes in half. Do you know they're grading? It drops so, so a 3.5, fast. I guess. Okay. 21. I don't know. Is that a bit? Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, I think that's high, but I mean. That's a UK price variant. 
Okay. I, I don't know. I, I'm just I don't saying know my stuff, that's what so. he says right there. That's yeah, a UK price period. So yeah. that's not an actual, that's a... That's not the US. Yeah. That's it's not the US. Okay. So, and there's more versions of it or something like that? Yeah. Dude, they come out okay. with different versions every fucking time. I don't well, know Well, right, what. but you go by based off of which one's most rare, usually. No, no, necessarily. No, not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. Some they do and some they don't. Okay. The U.S. is the U.S. version. The new stand version is what you're probably is what you're the really iconic for. one. Okay. Yes. So you got to be. Yeah. But and, and, and like I didn't do my research. I just read through this thread. And yeah. No, these other funny. people are like. Yeah. These other people that do, they have these fair market value apps. They have mm -hmm. all this shit, yeah. and but people were are, posting prices that like, okay. A 2.0 just sold for 38000 Yeah. So a 2.5, they're like, 42 grand might actually be a, low. A, a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. It's all what you can get somebody to pay. So if that guy can buy it for 42 and then turn around and sell it for 42 yeah, maybe it is. Right. But in 10 years, I don't know if anybody's going to care. They might. I don't know. Right. I mean, people are crazy. And people have money. And so crazy people and money, hard to predict. Well, there are people... That, that I don't understand why my first parents of Deadpool isn't worth more money. Me either. Because everybody has them. Exactly. So, but yeah, like, well, here's the thing. Like, you know that Ahsoka comic you have? Oh, yeah. What's it pricing at right now? I don't know. I don't want to look because I've sold it. Okay. <laughs> Let's say 1500 Is that about, what'd you sell it for? Less than that. A thousand okay. bucks. Let's say a thousand bucks. Let's say a thousand dollars. Okay. So, thousand dollar comic book appearance of Ahsoka. Ahsoka did not originate in the comic books. This is just, she started on a TV show and then they put her in a comic. So it's not like it's her first appearance in comic books, but it's not really her first appearance because she's not a comic book character necessarily. That's my opinion. That's my hot take. So that's worth more than Deadpool's first appearance who starred in comic books, who's easily as popular as Ahsoka. I don't buy it, man. I just don't buy it. It sounds inflated to me. I see what you're saying. I, but does that come it's back around to the number of copies, though, at all? That, that could be it, too. I don't know. Like, yes, yeah. maybe. Because, I mean... Maybe it does, yeah. What is it? Uh, New Mutants 98? 98, yeah. There okay. were a shit ton of those. Yeah, they were printing, like, millions of those. And people were saving. Now, this, whatever... I don't even know what the fuck it's in. Is it yeah. Dark... Or it's I a Dark Horse. You had it. It's Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is. Sure. But... That's a Dark Horse comic It's book. probably like, you know, 10,000 10, of those. 75,000, 100,000 copies. Oh, there's not that many, dude. Right, so... 10, 15,000. So that's max. part of the, the point. Yeah, I hear you. But the other part of it is it's people... It's just speculators, know. man. Well, it's also the popularity of the TV show, and then people want to get it autographed Here's by the, the I guess, the but if I'm a super big Ahsoka fan... Why do I give a shit what her first appearance in a comic book was? She's not a comic book character. Yeah, it was a Dark Horse comic, right? Yeah, that's that it, the Clone Wars. Yeah, the that's Clone what Wars. I don't get. Clone Wars but number one. Dark I'm Wars. clearly on the outside of this whole thing. I'm, I'm and there's the crazy different one. fucking versions of that too. There's oh, like sure. a there's like a retailer's. But we could complain about that all day. I don't want to yeah. get into. No, that. I was just. Curious. It's an interesting I, thought. It I is. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Uh... I, I did read, see. Oh. I did see Fantastic Beasts, uh, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. So. Oh, uh, Ezra the so. the domestic violence perpetrator. It's no, it's not domestic violence. He, he's the assault. one that likes to assault. Or so they they like to assault 
people and bars and things. I think it was a tweet from Mark Waid I saw. He's like, I don't think it was the Flash the movie. He's like, I don't think this movie's ever going to come out. I <laughs> know. Probably not. How was Fantastic Beasts? Quick take. Oh, quick take? It's okay. I mean, if you like the Harry Potter world, you probably like it. But if you, Nick said it was better than the second one. Um, There's three of them? Yeah, yeah, this would be the third. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of them. It's been a while since I've seen the second, but I think so, but it's just because it's maybe feels a little bit lighter than the second one. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, it's still dark. It's darker than the Harry Potter films, yeah. but it, it feels like more of a story where the second one felt like it was just trying to be something out there that was cliffhangering you or whatever else, you know, trying yeah. to set up for others, where at least this one feels like, you know, uh, okay, we're telling a story at a period of time. It doesn't necessarily, you know, Excuse like me. in the story, you know, sure. but it also at least felt like it had a, you know, a beginning, middle, and an end, you cool. know, type of thing. So, yeah. But I felt like they didn't develop their characters as well as they should have in it. And perhaps maybe too many. I don't know what it is. It, it felt like they underused some of the characters that they that they had quite cool. a bit. Um, Moon Knight, you guys been watching that? I'm a, I didn't watch tonight's. I did I'm watch tonight's. It's, I'm, I've only watched the first one. So I, I'm really digging Moon Knight myself because I feel like it's just odd. My and daughter says it's the same thing over and over. So my 11 year old, she's not impressed. She's not impressed, and I can believe that. But I like it. So I, I enjoy it. I did think the second one was pretty not. good there with his uh, his take on his take on the suit. Oh, uh, that was funny. Suit. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, like that. which was pretty good, was and I like the what the hell's the god's name that's that he's the avatar for. Uh, whenever that Kanchu? god speaks, there you go, Kanchu. You know, kill him. You need to do this, ah, you know, whatever, and tell him stuff and things. I reread the first issue of Moon Knight: Fist of Kanchu, mm-hmm. like the one from the eighties, yeah. like the reboot. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I got that, I bought that as like off the newsstand, I think. You read it digitally, right? You don't have Yeah, it. I read it digitally, correct. Okay. Okay. I bought it off the newsstand, and I remember really liking it because I had never had any exposure to Moon Knight. I read it again recently. It's a horrible comic. It's not good at all. I believe that. I see why it only went five issues. I don't know why I liked it as a kid. It's amazing the stuff you'll like as a kid just because it's new and it's interesting to you as a kid because you've never seen it before. Yeah. But as an adult, you're like, yeah, this is not very well done. I don't know. I feel like what they're doing with it, though, is they're kind of like combining like a... Raiders of the Lost Ark with a superhero with multiple personalities yeah. and, and things mm-hmm. like this. So it, it and, works and, for me. It's not taking place in New York, thank God. You know, it's somewhere yeah, else. It's you know, and things. So, yeah. so it, I, I'm really liking it, and, and probably way more than I thought I would. And tonight's episode ends totally wacko. So I'm like so confused. But um, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm no, I'm enjoying it. it. I think it's yeah. good. It's, it's, it's solid. Yeah, yeah. Did either of you guys watch the Righteous Gemstones? Yet? Nope. No, I'm not going to. It's on my list. I haven't got to it. So it's just not my type of oh show. Oh my god. So. Right. Matt texted me today and said he started watching The Boys and he like really likes it. He's like, it's like Breaking Bad. It's like Breaking. Bad. You like you don't want to watch it because it's bad because it's dark, but then you can't turn away. Cool. And I said, I have not, and he's like, I didn't like the boys comic, but I like the show. And I was like, yeah, you're like the third person to tell me it's awesome, but I still haven't taken the plunge. You, you haven't watched the boys? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Because it's that's fucking great. Because it's phenomenal. It's not phenomenal, but it's solid. It's oh, good. Man, it's I mean, for God's sakes, even it, my man. wife, like, 
watches it, so he enjoys it. I don't think your wife is the litmus test that you think she is. No, but generally speaking, no. Yes. But she watched it. She powered through it. She watched it, and yeah. But, well, like I said, it's not even powered through. She somewhat enjoyed it. There so go. there you go. You know, type things. I don't know if that sells me. I don't know if your wife's liking the boys sells me on the boys. I mean, I guess just my point is, is that it is a little bit more of a. It's a little more entertaining. Yes, it's more entertaining. It's, not like it's, it's a little bit more trying to appeal to, to a wider audience, a wider audience I, I know, than, I'm just than what the I comic know. books say. When does the new season start? The uh, summer, July, I think. Summer, I June, July. It should have been sooner. It seems like it's been taking a while. I'm continuing to what watch. I finished off season. Not even watching it. Season two of Wait Attack for on it to Titan. Finish, then I'll watch it all like Breaking Bad. So, oh, cool. So I'm now on to season three of Attack on Titan. Are you watching Better Call Saul? No, I haven't watched that show ever. My wife didn't like it. We watched one episode. It's like, this is horrible. Why are we watching this? It's like, I don't know. I haven't it's watched any more episodes of DMZ, though, yet on HBO Max either. That's on HBO Max? It. Yeah, we watched the first three. And we finished my, it. My wife's liking it. Hey, for you? I don't I, know. I, I didn't like it. it. I didn't like the comic. I don't know why I would like the show. I just thought, the, I thought comic the comic was, was decent. Pretty good. It's but okay. I, I guess I was. I, it's not the story I was expecting. I feel like critics can't be trusted on TV shows anymore. After I watched Love... like that one? I don't know. Oh. I'm just saying, like, I watched Lovecraft Country because the critics said it was so great. And I'm like, hmm. it's okay. I don't know. I think because it was, like, it was about black people in, like, the 50s and it was about racism and they got to, like, like it. Like, it's, like, if you don't like it, you're racist. So they had to say it was good. Hmm. You know what I That's learned? thing I can think of. You know what I learned? Here's a history lesson. <laughs> I'm afraid Hill. to say anything. <laughs> do you know where the term... Do you know where the term cracker came from? Nope. As far as a white person is a cracker. Because crackers are saltines, they're white. You've heard that term, right? Mm-hmm. Cracker. Do you know it's a No, white? what does it mean? I'm um, asking Scott. He doesn't answer. know. The slave owners would crack the whip. Oh, so they were crackers. So they called them crackers. crackers. Gotcha. Which what makes about honky? sense. Would they honk the horn? I don't honk. know. Which makes sense because I was always like you. I'm like, well, saltine, they're calling them cracker because the cracker Saltines is white. Are, yeah, absolutely. I was like, I never, it makes so exactly. much sense now. It's like right there. Uh, Jeremy. Who read it off the internet, so it must be true. How do you well, know it's true? He's a big history buff. <laughs> but how do you know it's true? I'm it's, taking it his makes word total sense for it honestly. because it, it makes total really sense, good. and he's just because it makes sense doesn't mean it's true. Well, right. then have Scott Wikipedia. It. He's the he's the <laughs> Wikipedia master. Scott, do your internet, research. So I'm, I'm just sure gonna go with thing. it. I'm gonna tell everybody I know. I think cool. it sounds good. That's great. So like now, it. see, I never got offended by the word. Not that ever. Now I am offended. I'm not a cracker. Right. I thought it was just saltines. Now that makes sense. To be upset about it. Well, I'm way more offended. All right, what are we doing next, guys? I, I don't know. I read... I read Hulk Grand Design. Let's talk about that. I read that. What did I you got think? the gem rug cover. This is the only one they had left. I didn't pre-order it. Oh, they were sold out? <laughs> I said... So I was picking up my book, and I was like, do you have any Hulk Grand Design left? They, like, pulled it from behind the counter, and so wow. we got one here. Oh, the cave like, effect. All right, it. cool. I wonder if it sold out. I'm sure it did, dude. K-Fame effect. This book is cool. What do you think? It's cool. Let me ask it's you. It's my favorite of the grand design ones because I feel like Jim did like more unique, interesting things with the design. So that's the thing. It felt he's like such a, a different. 
it felt different. It felt like it didn't feel like the other grand designs as far as the storytelling, Correct. the way it was stored, the way it was told, the way the story was told. I kind of feel um, like Jim was like. I know I gotta do it in a grand design because that's the thing so I have to kind of tell the history but he wasn't that interested in that he was more interested in doing these cool like splash pages of montages and weird design things because that's kind of where his right. brain is and I like that part of it yeah I dug that I did too um yeah it was cool but the, oh, the, the issue that I had with it is like I'm I'm not a Hulk guy you're not a Hulk guy? well I mean like I am like I've been in and out of Hulk but like I haven't read I haven't Hulk. read old Hulk. Like, everything that's talked about is before I even started reading it. It got to, right. like, issue 300, which is where I started reading Right. Hulk. So but the it, next one will be better. But it's, like... It was kind of like the X-Men grand design. Like, the first one, it's like, have you read those old X-Mens all the way through? No. Okay, so it's all new. My point is, like, it's... Eh, the Bruce Banner doesn't want to be the Hulk. Yeah. So he, he turns not into the Hulk. Then he turns back into the Hulk. Yeah. Then he is the Hulk. And then he's not the Hulk. And then he fights this guy. And then he... It was like just over and over, repeat, wash, repeat. That's what the Hulk is. I know. And that's what oh. everything is. Because, like, I'm reading, I'm slowly reading the first 100 issues of Fantastic Four. And it's like, oh, it's Doctor Doom again. Oh, yeah. it's Submariner next that's month. That's comic books, oh, it's, dude. Right, I know. I really like the, the, uh, with the TV show or whatever. Oh, where like he makes that, that in. page with, yeah. like, the 70s and mm-hmm. there was, like, a whole page. And there's a lot of, like... It just seemed like they all fell, like, in the lower right hand, like, the last panel. Yeah. So, really cool, like, just, uh, Hulk faces. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the, uh, I don't know what you want to call him, the, uh, ferocious Hulk or... Oh, yeah, like, here, right, that's a cool one. Yeah, like, it seems like that last right panel, this one, the one with the TV and all that stuff, like, I love that, how everything's in there. It was good. Yeah, it was fun. Like, I really liked it. Yeah, it's cool. I love how... And Jim's perfect for this because he can do so many different styles. Yeah. And mix it up. So that's like a Basima, like right there in the the corner. Yeah. I think, like I said, the next one will be cooler because that's more the Hulk that I remember reading or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. And then... I felt he could have spent more time on Jarella because I thought that was such an iconic story. Like, he just kind of glazed over it. Yeah. Which is fine, but I felt like maybe he could have gotten a little more into that. But yeah, like you said, I... Yeah, because, like, that's a gem rug right there. Like, that's gem rug. Yeah, and all of it looks like his art, but he does mix it up a little bit. I mean. But. But, yeah, no, man, I dug it. Yeah. It was cool. It was. It was cool. It was cool. cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. One more. I love how he mixed in the Savage She-Hulk in there, too. and Yeah. All that stuff. It was good. Stuff. So you want to know more about the word cracker? Okay. So, you were close uh, in some close. respects. In some respects. It, but it usually was, it started off in the 18th century, mid-18th century, before America was even a thing. The U.S. wasn't even a thing, pretty much. And uh, I think we're around. 17th century, But I guess mid-18th century was 1750. It would be 1750, yeah. exactly. Okay. So, so, anyway, they're basically saying that it was suspected that it was usually meant for... Uh, poor white people because poor white people would use whips to work their livestock and things of that nature and so it came with whip cracker which went into there but it was actually not because the, the slave type slaves. things even though it that, was poor people cracking it was the poor people cracking the whip ah, I got but the funny thing is it seems like that word was used they quoted that here that somebody 
said that it's sometime in the 1590s, one character refers to another as a cracker. It was a common insult for an obnoxious person type oh. things. What cracker is the same that deafs our ears with this abundance of superfluous? I think that was Shakespeare. So, yeah. Well, they also say that Shakespeare uses it too. So. Oh, dude. So. But but it also was a term for uh, Celtic immigrants, the Scots Irish people that came over for some reason were called crackers. It doesn't really say why. I don't but, say why. Um, that they were, and so they said that was kind they of. They like to crack their knuckles. Well, they say it's kind of odd because they said most knuckles. of the the Celtic immigrants were too poor to even own slaves either. So while they were crackers, known as crackers, and they even had like a baseball team called the Crackers and things. They, well, that they would said, fly now. Yeah, they, they weren't slave owners. They, they were not slave owners because they couldn't afford it. But so the Cincinnati Crackers. So somewhere in the nineteen better than the Windsor. Somewhere in the nineteen hundreds, it became to be known as a bigoted white person. But they said the origination was not necessarily. I never took it as a bigoted so, white person. I always took it as a white say, person. We can't say general. Indian unless you're talking about the red dot. Native Americans. No, they're indigenous. I know. You can't say Indian unless you're talking about. The actual people from India? The, yeah, people from the country of India. I kind of agree with that, because the only reason they're called Indians because Christopher Columbus didn't know where the fuck he was, right? Yeah, and he thought he was in India. And he's a fucking moron. And so, I mean, at that point, why are we even using the term? Because some white guy was a moron, didn't know where the fuck he was. Yeah, we've been go. using it for 400 years. Well, I know, but Jeez, I mean, though. it's when based get... on a moron not knowing where the hell he was, and so I'm okay with that term. But is it, does that. that mean it's offensive and racist? No, I'm just saying that the, the origin of the term. But that's why you can't use it now. I'm just saying the origin of the term is so stupid that I'm fine well, with it. Because the guy's a moron. It. Well, I think that's why we shouldn't use it. So we shouldn't reward after stupidity. the after the podcast, we should go out in the backyard and play cowboys and indigenous people. That sounds fun. I know, right? I'm totally down with that. Um, didn't we already read a story about when is indigenous people or something? <laughs> when is uh, when is um, when is your brain gonna the Sandman you? coming on Netflix? Because I finally finished the second volume of the audiobook. Oh, shit oh yeah, to look up. and it's so fucking good. Dude. The audiobook is the audiobook. Is that the whole thing? Is so that the end? Damn good. I I'm not sure because I'm not that up on it, but it covers a lot of stuff. It did the uh, the uh, what's the one with the hell where Satan just Lucifer leaves? All right, um, all right, Scott, do something. Jesus. Stop playing your phone. Come on, Scott, stop. That could be. It'll you come out when it comes out. A damn question. It'll come out so when it comes out. So I don't out. think that they got it, though. They There's just no say it's date. coming There's in 2022. I really is, want it. Is it's, what it is. I hope it's good. Like, I'm really it looking be. forward to it. It'll be horrible. I'm really looking forward it's to it. It's going to be horrible, dude. But I don't think they've announced Did you watch American Gods? No. I have not. Was it really, really good? I didn't watch it. I don't know. Critics was it on it, HBO though. or something? I don't well, think. I, I think it was on have, Stars, like, two things, guys. Oh. I think so, it was, like, on some weird... I do have... Do you have two things? I have that. Well, Fables. Are you counting Fables as a yes. thing? No, that, so, can't, that doesn't count. Yeah, I know. I'm, like, behind. And but that's because I, I was going to read something on Monday, but then I realized Batman's on, so... I watched Batman, Batman instead of... And you read Batman. Batman. It did. So, I, I know. I read you this... Batman out. Was I, the yeah. movie or the comic hey, better? I did look. I, I do have this. this. Okay. I, I didn't... You did. I didn't... I didn't crack it open and read it, though. Fair. So... Maybe I'll take yours. That way I don't have to take mine out of plastic. 
this one continuing on with the story I, I would assume that was from <laughs> volume two I would but assume. Uh, yeah I think it's the same my memory is 12 years ago I know my I memory is is pretty poor on that <laughs> that's why I'm gonna it's been a while know, three well two face must have died and I don't remember that for sure but even if you don't remember the volume three much but you can kind it of really know. doesn't matter because <laughs> in this I I didn't even know that two face had a sister I totally forgot this so you know so he's got a sister that's in here that's what kind of running for mayor or something like something. that something and she's yeah, doing some kind of charity yeah thing. doing charity work and she whatever the foundation. Else. you know and meanwhile you know batman still feel like he's learning the ropes in different ways and has a crush on harvey Dent's sister and things like this and of course. so of course he does and his freaking Great grandfather, grandfather, or some shit. I guess it was his grandfather. Uh, Martha's like, father. Yes, Martha's father shows up out of the blue, and they're like trying to deal with him and figure out what the hell's going on with him and, and things. And pretty much, they that, that's how things are going throughout here. And what you think that these people are working for Two Face, like Two Face is back from the dead and all this other type of stuff. And, you know, come to the end, you find out that Two Face is not. He is still really dead. Was it Clayface? And somebody else is involved. And it appears that they're leading you to believe that Clayface is the person that was involved. Don't ruin it. Exactly. So, <laughs> but I, you asked me, damn it. I'm sorry. So <laughs> he won't. They won't that. really tell you. I don't you know if he'll ever read it. That's probably true, <laughs> right. too. He didn't even know he had it. He went to check. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I have this. I started writing it. But here's the thing. It's it's really good, though. I mean, overall, okay. and quite frankly, it, it tells, you know, what I thought was really funny is because it talks about Martha Arkham's, you know, story of her parents, oh, you know, yeah. and things. And then I watched the Batman like two nights later and it's like, huh, I just heard that story in the book I just read, you know, type things. So the, the same type of thing. But at least they were consistent. But, um, you know, they stole it from Jeff Johns. They did. Absolutely. I'm sure. I wonder if he got compensated. So, I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. But, oh, it, 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 you know, the nice thing is, is that it's not, you know, I'm all into these things in which I can read, you know, in like a, an, hour an hour or something yeah, like this, nice you know, read. it's a quick read. It's something I can read before going to bed, kind of get that mind to, to slow down a bit, you know, and things and not look at a freaking screen, you know, and whatever else. So, so these are the things I'm really liking right now. And, and, and this one fell into that because it moves so fast. It's great art. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's a good story. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I've only got good things to say about this one for the most part. But, you know, it's kind of the opposite of the Batman because, you know, it took me like one third of the time at least to read this thing, you yeah. know, compared to watching the movie. And, you know. Well, it's very it, tight. Like, it's it like, is. there's no, there's know, no superfluous fluff. stuff. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Just, Batman is not tight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, that's, that's part of he the thing, you know. really loosey with that shit. <laughs> you know, so, but it's, it's good. It's good. Cool. I'm glad you liked it. I thought you would. Nice. Cool. That's something did else. Did you read All Dead? I did not read it. What um, the fuck? I brought it back because I thought you wanted to take it. I will, but... But, um, what, but you're the one that's going and it is in like 15, 15 hours early or something or the night before. Right? And you yeah, could go yeah. get him to sign it. You could even get him to probably do like a... What do they call that like little... A, uh, we're doing like artsy comics There you go. Today. Yeah, a remark art. I got... It's a good life you don't weaken. Don's got a serious polyp. We're like like high fluting today. It's a what? What? It's a good, uh, life, it's if a good life if you don't weaken. Um, it's a picture novella by I Seth. Seth. This was voted. I don't have my glasses. I can't read. I didn't know who it was by. No, I have them. <laughs> they don't do any good when I Selected them on anyway. One of the hundred best comics of the twentieth century by the editors of the Comics Journal. Wow. Gary, Gary Groth. Right? So Gary got cross like this. 
He bought but, a uh, toilet with that Seth is a Canadian. He just goes by Seth? Canuck. I think he has a longer name, but yeah. That's what he goes by for cartoon. <laughs> He's like Madonna. So Prince. Seth, this is... Long. An autobiographical comic. Shang-Chi. So Seth is the, <laughs> is the cartoonist. He's also who the book is about. Huh. Yeah. So, you know who Chester Brown is? Uh, also a Canadian. He did I've, Yummy Fur and Louis I've Riel. Heard the name. And Paying For It. I've not read anything by him. Nothing by I've him. I've not read Yummy Fur. Oh, you should read... Yummy Fur? No, that, the, the clown one. It's part, it was in Yummy Fur. Oh, I do. I'd like that one. Ed the Clown? Ed the Clown. Dude, you'd love that. I know. Do you have it? I do. I could take it and All never right. read it. How are you taking some nice thick pages too? Yeah, right? it's a nice, nice made book. Yeah. So I've seen this book for years. Like it's a, and I always knew that title. It's a good How life. Old is it? It's a, I don't know, 30, 30 years, maybe 40, <laughs> yeah. 30, 35. Are you serious? I think he came out like the eighties, maybe early nineties. Really? How old is this guy? Is he I don't dead? know, dude. But anyway, in the book, he's like, he's hanging out with Chester Brown. Like they're like hanging out and having conversations. Do you think that really happened, or did he just have conversations in his head? And I think it really paper? happened. Because hmm. I know that him and Chester Brown were friends. Yeah, they're, well, they're both in Canada. And they're hang, they hang out with Dave Sim. No Dave Sim, though, which was too bad. I would have loved some Dave what? Sim. Scott? 93 through 96. All right, so mid-90s. I always read the title of this book, It's a Good Life If You Don't Weaken. I always thought that was a cool title. Like, it's a good motto. Huh. Like, it's a good life if you don't weaken. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of dark and depressing or whatever, but... I was broken, like, ten years ago. Right? And so I always liked that title. But I never bought the book. So I finally bought it and I read it. So the basic gist of it, he's a cartoonist and he's obsessed with uh, old cartoonists. Like he likes doing research and buying like old New Yorker magazines, like the classic cartoonist guys, you know. Well, he stumbles on this one guy called like Kato or Kano or Kalo. Anyway, he only finds one cartoon by him in the New Yorker. And he can't figure out what else he's done because it's pre-internet, right? So, like, you can't just look up the guy on the internet like I did and found him. But he's a real guy, and he only had one cartoon in New Yorker. So the book is really about him trying to figure out what happened to this cartoonist. Hmm. Like, why he only had one cartoon in New Yorker. And he starts to find, like, a couple other cartoons in old magazines. Yes. He's probably he dead because he's... There you go. He here. did the one cartoon, and then he died. Because There's he old... saw it, and he's like, he got no, excited. I meant he's like, oh, character. my God! The main character in here, like... Uh, well, that's the question. It's like, why did this guy just get one cartoon published in The New Yorker? And so he's trying to figure it out. The guy did die, but he actually had more cartoons published for quite a while. I guess he was from uh, Canada. He's and he from moved, Canada. The New Yorker didn't like... He Canadians. moved to New York to try and be a cartoonist. He got published in The New Yorker. He got some other stuff published, but it just never quite took he off. Got one cartoon published in The New Yorker, and then they found out he was Canadian, and they're like, F you, dude. You're That's not what here. happened. Oh. So then... Um, We're trying to guess. I'm trying to explain it to you. <laughs> but then he... Uh, I lost my train of thought. Jabbering. But anyway, I didn't say so anything. So he finally figures out, like, he finally figures out, like, where he was from, and he talks to, like, his, uh, his, like, daughter, and she wins him to, like, his, uh, I think his mom, because his mom's still alive. So he finds his mom and, like, interviews her. And so he finally pieces together this guy's life. And I'm trying to figure out what it all means, because obviously it's not that interesting, right? What does it all mean? And so I think this Seth guy, he's trying to figure out his role as a cartoonist. And he's trying, and he's obsessed. He gets obsessed with this other guy as a cartoonist. Like, why did he stop being a cartoonist? Trying to understand where this guy's career went wrong and see, am I like this guy? You know what I mean? It's kind of like a self-evaluation uh, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
you know, very self-reflective. But anyway, it was good. It was readable. It's got a glossary in the back. But uh, it does, because he's obsessed with all these old cartoonists, yeah, and so it has, like, all those old cartoonists that he Back in the about. 1960s, it was a wonderful, fun yeah. line of comic books. Now it's a hateful now, media conglomerate that popularizes ones, Or the ones that had, like, the stuff in the New Yorker. Like, those kind of guys. Gotcha. Um, kind of the gag. He talks, like, gag comics is what he's kind of interested in. Not the, you know, the newspaper strip guys. Right. He's kind of interested in the gag guys. But uh, anyway, pirates. it's interesting. It's cool. I liked it. It just—I'm not sure why it's one of the best graphic novels of the 20th century. Because it's coming from the Eppin. Fanographics didn't publish journal. it. No, it's coming from the Comics Journal. That's yeah. why. Why? Well, Have I, you ever but, listened to the hundred top graphic novels? Of yeah. The, yeah. It's like newspaper strip stuff. It's like. Well, yeah, and I get all that. I'm no, just I saying, understand it. I'm just saying. I don't know why not, this isn't. Why this is so. I don't know. It's definitely in those that realm of those guys I want to check out. Like, I've checked out most of them. I've never read any Seth. He's got a cool, clean style of cartooning. It's really cool. That's cool, dude. I mean, but, you I mean, should expand I your horizons. Yeah, that's cool. Speaking of things that stick with you, I heard a quote the other day. Okay. Yesterday was history. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. It's the first time you've heard that? Yeah. Do you know who said it? I... Got to look up. You've internet. heard it? Yes, a thousand times. Really? George Stephanopoulos. No, close. <laughs> Who? Sorta, kinda. Mike Didka. Do you think he really said it first? I don't know. That was the quote that I was getting I don't when think I he heard did. it. I don't think he did. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's a very famous quote, and I don't think Didka was the first person to say it because he's not that smart. <laughs> wow. How but anyway, really all right. So that is my "It's a Good Life" joke. I think it's Don's turn. It is. Um, so I'll do another one real quick. Could you just have one more? Actually, I can tag team on Bountiful Garden because I I read it, but I didn't bring it with me. Uh, ooh. Because I didn't really have that much to say about it. Bountiful uh, Garden. The art was really fucking awesome. This is uh. This is like the part two, isn't it? Or something this, later? Or it's the first trade. Or it's, it's the first trade. That's story. it. Because I think I it's read the issues, first. It's by Ivy Noel. Weird I read the, the first writer. episode or first issue. Kelly Williams is the artist. Um, the art's cool. I wish the colors would have lightened stuff a little bit. It comes across as very dark to me. Like, some of the scenes are hard to read. Mm. Especially in low mm. light. Maybe I was reading in too low of light. Because here in this good light, though. it's really good. What? So Mike Dicka didn't say it? You're kidding. I guess you can't believe everything you hear on a podcast. I guess you can't. Imagine that. Hmm. It says Eleanor Roosevelt quote. And she probably okay. heard it from somebody else and stole she it and got did. credit for it. Was it was probably Shakespeare. I don't think it was Shakespeare. It was probably some lady on the street who was a freaking genius Maybe and Eleanor Roosevelt stole it. I don't think Jesus said that. Alright. Alright, Bountiful Garden. So this is your basic run-of-the-mill um, alien life form space colony type story. Yes. I honestly gave like aliens? like after issue three. I just looked at the pictures. Really? Mm-hmm. But there weren't a lot of words. The story seemed pretty pretty decent. I mean, the story's decent. It's just nothing groundbreaking, I guess I would say. So basically, they these people are on this uh, ship, and it, they're in suspended animation, and they're going to colonize the planet. There's like a biologist and an architect and a... I don't know. There's like a... Every, they're all like teenagers, aren't they? Yeah, they're pretty young. Yeah, so they, awesome. And so they wake up... Except okay. the coloring. It didn't look that bad in sight. Maybe I was just reading it in too low of light. Kelly didn't do the coloring. He didn't. That's why I feel okay criticizing it. Yeah, yeah. If it was Kelly, I would never criticize it because no. he's awesome. I was disappointed. 
So, well, he probably didn't get paid enough to watercolor that shit. I think this was a train wreck and he just wanted to F out. I don't think so. But maybe. Okay. You know, you talked to him more than that. Maybe it was. So, anyway. I read it somewhere. The story is that they, in their ship that's supposed to go to this planet, they all wake up from spin animation. They're not there yet. Or they still have many years to get there. And so they're trying to figure out what's wrong with the ship. And there's a planet down below that they, they're they getting readings from. And so they go down to investigate. They send like three of the people down to investigate and three stay back on the ship. Well, of course, like any alien thing, uh, the people on the planet, bad shit happens there. There's some weird plant life that's kind of like messing with their heads or whatever, you know. And the people on the ship, they're all getting kind of messed up in the head too. You know, paranoia and all sorts of weird stuff that doesn't really get explained. But anyway, that's that's the story. We've all seen that story before, right? There's nothing new or, you know, out of the... Thing, I, that's right? the way I felt. It was like, I mean, whatever. But the art's cool because it's Kelly and I like seeing Kelly's stuff. Yes. He does nice stuff. He does a great job. But you weren't impressed. No. But the story was and nothing... I, I, hope I he, thought the story was solid. I hope whoever the author is is not a friend of his. I thought the story was fine. Not it that just, I'll ever listen to this. So I thought matter. the story was fine. It just wasn't anything groundbreaking. As a solid horror, as a solid horror science fiction story, it was fine. I didn't have any problem with the story. It just I didn't have it a problem with it. Wasn't like I didn't hate it. Yeah, it just, does it end? Like yeah, it has an ending, and it kind of has a cool, kind of twisty, kind of dark ending. So it was what you. Said. You should read it. Hmm. Because I've really just given you the setup, and there's it was so what you more. said. It wasn't groundbreaking. No, it, it was, wasn't. But it's worth for for the art, obviously. Yeah, just look at the pictures, dude. I'd read the book. It's it's a quick read. I'll do that. You'll it's like it. It looks like it, a nice quick read. It's so only five oh, issues, and there's not a lot of words. Read the words. It's a quick read. Yeah, even did those ones. So, but I still have a lot of. Don't give me anything else because I still got a lot of the crap at home. What, the, what, what else do you have? Uh, moonshine and something from Kurt. Busyak or busy, uh, whatever. Marvels? Did I give you my Marvels? It's, uh, Did I give it from Kurt Busiak? Did I get it to you? Yeah, you gave it to me. It was one that looked like you had bound fairly recently. Oh, Autumnlands. That's it. Ooh. Yes. There you go. So, I wonder what happened to that trade. You gave it to me. And cool. I'm still. I gave I, that to you a while ago. Yeah, Scott's had it's it. It's been a month. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. It's all good. He's had it for like two years. He has not had it. I got it this year. Did you go to your hotel yet for Kansas City? I'm not. He's not staying overnight. He's just going Friday. Are you just going on Friday? I'm just going What part are you not getting? What the fuck, dude? I know. Don't even commit. I know. He said he might come back Sunday, but he's avoiding Saturday like the plane. Come back. You're going to drive up there Friday, come home, and then drive back up He said he might because he doesn't want to go Saturday. I do that. The fuck? That's he like, doesn't want to go Saturday. It's like what 18 are you hours doing? in the car. No, it's not. It's 12. I'd, I'd fucking pay to stay in a hotel and just like sleep all day Saturday and then get up and go Sunday. That's yeah. two hotels though. So, but if I... And how much does gas cost? I don't know. That hotel wasn't cheap, dude. Gas? You book yours? Yeah. Where are you at? Like the Ritz? I'm up by the Worlds for fun. Yeah. So if I, if I do that, I may Yeah, go northeast. Like, you went that? southwest. You I'm went west. I'm not even in Missouri, dude. I know. You're in Shawnee. I still looked at yours. It's not... Yours Kansas. is... I did the time. It's like... Mine is like 60 minutes away from downtown. Yours is like 21. So it wasn't so much that. But that hotel... It's it, only nine miles. It can't take 16, 21 minutes. It's only nine miles. Dude, I, go, I Google mapped it. It said 21 minutes to your hotel, 16 to mine. I didn't really do it for the time. I just thought that hotel looked a little I mean, bit I've, nicer. I figure if all else fails. Yours look pretty decent. I if I get tired, yours. I'll just go over to freaking Lawrence and 
find something over there. We're Almost but curious, but I decided to go to the other one. It was a yeah, little bit closer. It was about the same. Stay away. It's not good enough for you. I think it was good. That's what I'm saying. I think they're the same. It was just a little <laughs> further, and I kind of... Well, yours was question about the breakfast. Weren't they saying, like, maybe it wasn't going to have breakfast? Or is uh, this one said it did. The picture showed a breakfast. Yeah. This one said it definitely had a really good breakfast, and that's kind of what I think tipped me over. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, what's it? I'm an Econo Lodge. I don't know. Hyatt places have really good breakfast. It's not Hyatt. So I'm an Econo Lodge. It's not Econo Lodge nice. either. Very nice. I can't remember the chain. This is what Drew's used to. <laughs> He's gonna walk around in his pajamas with his robe and his slippers. Mine is the Hampton Inn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hampton Inn. That is. Yeah, that's such a back for you, Penny. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as downtown. Huh. Well, no shit. Well, what's worse is like you see the price, you're like, oh, that's not too bad, and then they add all the taxes and the oh, fees, yeah. and I'm like, geez, at least. But you know, it's what speaking it's. of. How much was yours with taxes and fees? I don't know. I think it's around a hundred. It's got to be more than hundred. There's no such thing as hundred. I bet it was one fifty. Okay, maybe. There, I would not. Pay I was looking at. I was looking at some cheaper ones, and they all had really bad reviews and said like they were disgusting. And, yeah, yeah. Well, this one's like, a cesspool. <laughs> Welcome to the Econo Lodge. <laughs> it's not too goddamn. Yes, I paid a little more to not have a like, disgusting place. But I mean, I wouldn't walk. But he gets around. breakfast. I wouldn't walk it's around without disgusting my... breakfast. But sure, he gets breakfast. I wouldn't walk around without my shoes on or anything. <laughs> yeah, so I pay a little yeah. more. If you take a shower... I think it's close to where we stayed last lay time. Lay the towels out yeah. on the floor. I hear you. Bring your own towels. <laughs> I'm not bringing my own towels. Bring your own towels to lay on the floor. No, I, I, I paid a little more to have a slightly nicer room. Yeah, so I know. It's all good. Well, you know. You know, you've done well in life. So you're at Econolodge. Well. Yeah, I was looking at one of those. Might All right. Well spend Do your Asterios Polyp. <laughs> I got a Asterios Polyp. Do your Asterios Polyp, you chatty I'm trying crunchy. to find out where the fuck I'm staying. But they said Econolodge. Your slice of life. Yes, my slice of life. Here, throw that up there. That'll be beautiful to look at. Oh. Yeah, where's the cover, dude? It's... Do you want me to get mine that has that, that cover? Sure, I don't care. That well, one... This book at. wasn't the bargain I thought it was. It's a little rough around the edges. It had a little, I thought it was like dirt and grime on it, but I don't think it is. I think it's dirt and grime, but I think it's like somebody put a price tag on it and then took it off and then like all the dirt and the grime collect on like the sticky part. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's, that's disgusting. I think that's what yeah. I think it's like your hotel. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like worse than my hotel. Does like, it come in 3D glasses? book. No, it's not in 3D. Oh. I should it just take has that... the nice red and blue yes. kind of like it is. I should take that book and rub it around on the floor of the hotel, and then they'd be, both be grimy. This just does not look like my type of book. Oh, this is totally your type of book, dude. This is a slice of life. Yeah, why, am, <laughs> why am I like... This is actually book? really good. You'd like it. It is good. You should borrow it. <laughs> That's okay. No, I mean, cool. I've still fine. got stuff for a month or three I years. That I understand, but to read. it's got grime and grease and fucking germs all over it, dude. It's <laughs> like COVID shit. Oh, Why would Scott want that? All right, so basically, there's this character. His name is Asterios Polyp, which is a weird name. <laughs> it's a weird name. But he is a uh, he's an architect. Nice. Why should get this to Apple? Yes, definitely. But. He's never had a building built. He's a teacher. 
there's a term for it. I can't remember what it's called. Like, uh, uh, he's designed Failure? a bunch of buildings, but he's never had a building built. Okay. So he's like a professor. He's like a teacher. And he has, um, like in the beginning of the book, he has like, uh, something that happens to him. And so like, he's not teaching. He's like living in this apartment. He's kind of like, I don't know. Living in an Econo Lodge, like, the, that apartment's kind of messy, blah, 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 whatever, like, and, uh, his apartment catches on fire. So, he grabs, like, three things and gets the fuck out. And, so, like, he's kind of an a-hole. He's a bit like, of an a he's very pretentious, he's very full of himself, like, he's really hard to take, like, you know what I mean? Like, we go to the party and he'll talk down to you and stuff like that. Like, he, he thinks very highly of himself. Okay. Um, and so, the story starts with his, his apartment building burning down. And then he just, he doesn't know what to do. So, he just kind of gets on a bus and he rides. Till it drops him off in this town. And so, he, he gets to this town and... He's wandering around, and there's, like, he come, he goes by, like, an auto shop or, like, a garage or whatever, and there's a sign, I think, that says, like, help wanted. So he goes in to apply for the job. And the guy's like, do you know anything about cars? He's like, oh, I know everything about cars. So he's like, all right, you're hired. And he's like, what can I start tomorrow, I think. I think that's how the story goes. So anyway, he goes to the library, and he reads up on, like, how to be a, a mechanic because he doesn't know jack shit about it. But the guy's kind of like, it's a small town. He's like a very nice guy, so he invites him. He says he has a room for rent, like at his house. So he's working for him at the garage, and he goes, and he stays at the house. And the wife, that's really weird. Like, that relationship between him and the wife, like, it's almost like hinging on, like, they want, like, she wants him. I don't know, maybe I read into it too much. Do you remember anything about this book, Drew? No, it's been too long. I mean, I remember it's he was very, an architect. I remember the end. It's very weird. Like, there's some weird going on with, like, him and... and that girl. But nothing happens. Yeah. But it's like she wants something to happen. Yeah. It just seems like a weird relationship. Like, some stranger shows up in town. Your husband, like, lets him stay at your house. And then, you like, he's your best friend. And you, like, fucking hang out with him all the time. And, like, go on picnics and shit. And have, like, deep conversations. I don't know. It's They're very friends. weird. But anyway, so the other part of it, like, it goes back and it, it tells his life, like, from the past. And so, like, he meets this woman and they're together and she's, like, an artist um, or, like, a set designer or something. She, like, anyway, she, so, like, they, so it'll flash back to her and they got married and then they split up at some point. And so you're kind of playing catch up, you know what I mean? Like you're mm -hmm. going back and forth. Um, and then also, like, it's very kind of, I don't know, I guess for a lack of a better term, it's like meta. Like, so when he was, meta. when he was in the womb, like, he had a twin. Mm. And the twin died. Okay. So he was like the sole survivor. And so there's like part of it in there where he's like, why did I survive? You know what I mean? Like, I had just as... Like, he had just as much of a chance. Survivor or I had just as much of a chance or whatever. And so he's kind of, like, going through, like, a... I don't know, a midlife crisis kind of thing or whatever. But anyway, basically... So, like, it goes through this. It goes back and forth to, like, when he was a professor. When he met the wife. You know, he's very meticulous. Like, everything has to be in its place. Like, everything is perfect. And she's, like, the slob. 
So she just throws stuff everywhere. So they kind of don't mix anyway. And then they end up like breaking up. Mm -hmm. And then somehow he like finds her or whatever, like at the very end. And like he goes back to talk to her and they kind of like make up sort of kind of. Yeah. And then spoiler alert. You know what the spoilers? Are you going to read this? I already looked he at it. He flips through it. This giant fucking this? meteor comes out of nowhere and just hits him in the house and apparently he's dead. It doesn't hit him. It was coming towards him. Yeah, there was an explosion, I think. No, she's just explosion. like, do you hear that noise? Yeah, it's right there. Noise? It's right there. So. Bam. And then the little kid that's over there, like, he's like, hey, look, a shooting star. Out of the treehouse that he built with uh, Asterios, because Asterios is like, a, I think it's going to hit him, dude. It's totally hitting him. Oh, it's totally hitting him, but it, it didn't show actually it. It didn't, show. It didn't show it. Yes. Um, I don't know. Um, it's it's very cool. So basically, this book. Did you ever read this before? Yeah, I'd read it, but it's oh. been a long time. I didn't remember very much about it. But uh, so David Mazzucchelli is like the big draw of this book. Like David Mazzucchelli was the guy that did uh, Batman Year One. Batman Year One. And he Daredevil was the Born on it. Daredevil Born Again. Like he's very. I guess. And then he waited 20 years and did this. Yeah. And he'd done others. He, didn't he do like, Not I don't much. know. He's done some other stuff, but this is like kind of like his, uh, I don't know. This When this book came out, his it got. Opus. His opus. His opus. When this book came out, it got really, it got a lot of like acclaim and like uh, yeah, at the notoriety it, it at the time. Cool book. It's still it, a cool book. It, it still is, but I'm just saying it was kind of a big deal. Like when this it was kind of book of the year type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but anyway, um, it's a. If we use the term slice of life, it's very slice of life. And what made you decide to read really this again well. instead of something else? I. He picks it up for cheap. Well, crusty. Yeah, I was thinking about. I really wanted to read it again because I didn't remember very much about it, and it was supposed to be like this big. Well, part of the things kinda, are cool how he hmm. uses like different shaped word balloons for different characters. He does some cool cartoons and his stuff coloring and that he uses has some different styles. He uses some. Some interesting little nuances to to accent the storytelling, which is interesting. Like he he really thinks about color yeah. and shapes of word balloons and things like that. And so it's neat from a design standpoint. It's very well thought out the way he put it together. And so I think that's part of what was right. cool about it. No, as it's well. good. I just I, you know how like you sit around and you're like, oh, I remember reading that, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it's like it's been a while since I read it, and I'm like. I'd really like to read, and I never owned a copy. I had borrowed Drew's when it came out, and just mm. read his. And I was like, "That's because Drew's a slice of life guy." You, you right? Generally like. Exactly. And uh, so I was just—I don't know—it just popped into my head, and I'm like, "I'd like to read this." And so, like, I was looking online. And you can still get it, like on Amazon or whatever. But I was at a convention, and I found it for cheaper than you could get it online. So I was like, "I've been thinking about how much was this? it? Twenty bucks." It's twenty bucks. Yeah, for that crusty copy. Wasn't it twenty bucks new? How much I paid? It's like thirty, I think. It's not much of a deal. You can get it for like twenty five online. Is that a print? I don't know. I don't think so. You can get it online. Hmm. Which interesting. Something the other day. Anyway, doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Um. This <laughs> is. Hey, and this book was printed on one hundred percent recycled paper. It says it's a first edition. Nice. Cool. Well, it's worth your twenty then. <laughs> I did. You got 
You got played, player. Am I gonna buy, pay twenty bucks and get it in my hand right that day? Or am I gonna pay twenty six on Amazon and have to wait till tomorrow? Does the twenty six one have the cool dust jacket? It does, but it's a little. That alone is worth that six dollars. It's so. a little. I, I have that. I, oh, you have the dust. You just didn't bring it. I just didn't bring it because uh, it's a little. It's, I thought it, it's a little <laughs> worn. Mm, nice. It's a little, you know. All right. You want to disinfect your hands after you read it. Here's your shit. I hear you. I, I is read. This over. Yeah. Or did you? I found it. <laughs> you bound like the first eight. And, like, no, the, it's over. I haven't finished it. There's eleven issues. Hey Scott, imagine this. I haven't finished this. Wow. Sea of Stars. Probably mission light. This is by. Stephen Green. Jason Aaron. Stephen Green is the artist. Jason Aaron and Dennis Hallam. Who I think is now going by Dennis Hopeless again. Really? That's what he. That's what he's listed at, at Planet Comic Con. But anyway, maybe Planet. Neither here not, nor uh, there. They could be. But anyway, they're the writers, and then Stephen Green is the artist, and Rico Ramsey is the co here. It's a nice guy. I like Stephen. Cool. He's cool. He is very. But cool. this story is science fiction. A southern gentleman. What? He has a cool southern accent. He does have an accent. <laughs> I hope it didn't sound like that. <laughs> it did not sound like that. <laughs> so Sea of Stars <laughs> is about a space trucker. So he basically has a big space rig and he takes stuff from one place to another and delivers it. I remember this story. His wife has recently been deceased and he is left with his 11-year-old son so to take bring care your, of. It's bring your son to work day. So <laughs> since his wife has passed away... Recently, he's making a run. He's got his son with him, and he's traveling. He's like carrying some weird, like artifacts to a museum or something. Well, his son is a typical eleven-year-old boy who just lost it's his mom. He's kind of, he's kind of sad, but he's kind of whiny, and he's not happy that he's going on this trip. He thought he could have been left on his own, and his dad's like, just don't touch anything. So he goes to the museum place, and somehow they get attacked by like a giant, like octopus space. A whale type thing. It's more like a actually, it's more like a snake, like a big giant space snake squid. attacks them. It's not a squid. It's, it's more of a snake. Satan. But anyway, they get attacked by this thing, and the dad's pretty shocked. Never seen anything quite like it. Well, the son then goes down to the museum and he touches like some artifact, and somehow this artifact then like absorbs into his body, and he starts having kind of like space superpowers. Like he's he can breathe in space. He can talk to aliens, and he's kind of like you know, super strong, whatever. And his dad gets attacked and gets kind of fallen on a planet, like his ship crashes. So they get separated, basically. Yeah. The son is has superpowers, he's kind of separated, and the dad is separated. So it's basically a story about them trying to find each other. And the son gets all wrapped up with this artifact. There's like a, a group of these aliens that worship the artifact and think it's going to be able to bring back like their hero, God. And so they're going to like try... First, they make friends with him, but then they're really going to try and sacrifice him to take the artifact out, and, you know, insanity, chaos ensues. He meets, like, a funny little, uh, a couple little aliens that, like, he kind of befriends. It's, kinda, father, it's like a, a son who are the guys in Lion King? Between. Who are the guys in Lion King that Simba meets? Like, Pumbaa? Simba and, and Pumbaa. Yeah. The aliens are kind of like them. They're kind of like a little duo of, like, weird alien people that kind of take him under their wing. So you're saying they just ripped this straight off? Dude, this is just like Lion King. I mean, you got a dad and a son that get separate. The dad's alive, though, so I guess it's a little bit different. That is true. Someone said it's basically Finding Nemo. Because, like, the dad and the son get separated, the mom's dead, and then they have to kind of find their way back to each other. But, uh... 
I liked it. I mean... Oh, the good old 50s with the wife-beating, selfish, drunken lay about Mr. Cap. Okay, thanks for that, Don. That really had a lot to do with my review. But, um, anyway, so, Sea of Stars. It's pretty good. I liked it. Uh, the Stephen Green art is really cool, but he does so much weird, like, layouts with the design. I Sometimes I find it a little hard to tell what's going on, because he's got all these crazy, wild creatures, and... He's got these grand, like, scenes, and so it's almost like he's almost too ambitious or the story's too ambitious, and sometimes it's a little hard to figure out what's going on. But it's super cool. I liked it. Reading in single issues, it was a little hard to follow, but then reading all at once, it kind of felt a lot more hmm. congruent, like, consistent, like, held together a lot better. So, yeah, it was good. Cool. It's only 11 issues. I would let you borrow it, but I'm going to take it to Planet and let Jason, Jason Aaron, Aaron sign, sign, sign it. And I've got to wait Are, are you going to wait in line for Jason Aaron? I don't think there's going to be a line. Oh, there'll be a line for Jason Aaron. It's not well, be that's because he'll show up like two <laughs> he's hours He's doing late. tons of shit now. Like, he's on Avengers. He's, he's on all always kinds of been stuff. doing tons he of shit. He hasn't been at Everybody Planet in Kansas City has seen him a thousand times. He hasn't been to Planet in like 18 years. And Whatever. he just whips out his signature on books. It's not like he says a lot. He, he was there he when I went to He personalized all of mine. I know. And I'm sure he'll personalize mine. I'm just saying it's not like he's he a very verbose person. Mine. God dang. Well, you gotta kiss his ass. Oh. No, is that I did bring up Southern Bastards. All right. Let's, let's... Well, that's a sore subject with him. Oh, is that it? Is it? Have you he talked? actually kind of brightened up when I actually like said well, something. Was that otherwise, he was that, was, well, yeah, that was before What's-His-Face what's got in trouble busted. and killed the book. Well, it was true. It was 2019 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, 2018, 2019. I'm going to bring up Southern Bastards this time. So. Oh, well, he'll sign it. I'm sure he I'm likes not, it. No, I'm not going to bring the book. I'm going to bring it up. Uh, when are you going to finish that? When are you going to finish that? Yeah, when's Southern Bastards 4 coming yeah. out? When's Jason Latour come out of... Out of... Out of the yeah. woke prison? Yeah, when's he out of the woke prison? <laughs> when's he going to do, like, the <laughs> the apology group like Warren Ellis did so he can start doing stuff again? Is that next? Like, was that this year or next year? How many years does he have to, Dude, have to do? do? Uh, he's got the perfect well, idea. He, well, Warren Ellis, like, had those women who complained, and he, like, had, like, a group with them, and he's, like, doing all the mediation stuff. the perfect idea for Aircap. You're gonna bring all the people to the band. We could do the we could do the woke apologies at Aircap. Like we could get Warren Ellis. How about Paul Pope? Jeez, what kind of Paul Pope? He's supposed to be a jackass too. Really? People are protesting or something. I'm talking about the canceled people. The only Warren Ellis. This is gonna go out. Nobody listens to this. So it doesn't matter. The only problem is we'd have to bring Jai in. No, I'm not bringing Jai in. You're not part of the. Damn thing anymore. Oh, that's right. No, yeah. you're not bringing Giant or I'm not going. <laughs> He's be, not. I will the... be in the same building with him. Well, the problem is, like, I feel those other people are redeemable. Giant, I never liked him in the first place. So, I mean, I don't really want to redeem him because I don't really. CW. I don't. I didn't really care for those people in the first place, so I'm not bringing him back. Or so, I'm not. So it's just... What if I actually like them? It's just Jason Latour and Warren Ellis. I'm sure there's hey, a couple more. Hey, Jason Latour and, Jer and Warren Ellis, you can come to Wichita. Who else is in trouble? I, don't know. I can't even keep track anymore. I, yeah. Jason Aaron might be in trouble now. Well, he did. Well, he, he was he in trouble apologize. for that. Uh, yeah. I think he, he got the Pocahontas thing. I think he apologized quickly enough and it was sincere enough that he maybe got a pass. For most people. I Some people are probably still upset. Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's do some fables. Storybook love. Oh my god! You didn't what, have why did you? Oh my god! I this was know. great. This that, is great. 
This is the best. This is where it starts hitting its stride. Hell yes. I was just going to go there. That last issue was terrible. No, it was good. The Lilliputian? Yeah, that was fun. The art was... The art's a little different, but yeah. You don't like the art? Juvenile. Oh, it's just it a was, style. I couldn't draw that. No way, it's Linda Medley. Who's that? She does Castle Waiting. It's an indie book. Okay. You know your stuff. That book is bad. Uh, I'm doing Castle Waiting next week. I don't know. Jesus I mean, Christ. you can read that horrible shit if you want to. I certainly did not think that the art was that bad in the no. last one. Okay. But I mean, it's just a little All short right. story, though. Uh, anyway, right so now. we got the one parter of Jack with the Civil War. Yeah, I like that. That was one. that was a good one. And yeah. that was, who was the artist on that? that was it was Brian Talbot? Uh, yeah, Brian Talbot. Yes. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, and that's yeah, really I good like art that there one. too, yeah. And I feel like Buckingham hit like his stride on the storybook. Oh, jeez. That part, especially with Goldilocks there, where she gets the axe <laughs> to the head. Oh, yeah. It was so that, it's like by the end of that arc, Buckingham is like all all good like he's like totally found his own style and he's got these characters down and he's just really yeah funny. oh yeah he's going with so, it i mean yeah. even that like face right there with the big b like that little scruffle scrumped up that's just great i just love that well and so that's good. the thing though he does he thinks, figures out a way i guess with big b to always make his skin seem like it's just hanging there's something didn't we do a one-parter uh, and then a two-parter and then a five-parter yeah you're right there's a two-parter the two-parter it was where uh, they were trying to uh that journalist came and said he knew all their oh, secrets. Oh, the journalist thing uh, yes and that was funny i like that it was okay i well, mean yeah except for at the end where yeah it was kind of dumb <laughs> his head off. Yeah. so yeah Hey, did you get rid of everything? Like, you know, everything's tied up. Like, you got rid of everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those more kind of weird, kind of two-off, convoluted. But didn't you feel know. like, I mean, for Storybook Love there in particular, those, is it three or four issues right in there? It was five. Is that how much it is? It just felt no, like. No, it was four. Because... It was four, because it's eight issues total. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and that last there one was four part of it. Why yeah. the fuck did they put that in the. Trade? Trade. Which, the last story? Yes. I think it's to piss you off, Don. Because it really was effective. Well, no, is what I'm saying is you. if you did one and then two and then, and then four. four. Yeah, I think like, the next arc is like more, is like a more self-contained maybe. I don't know. Could be. They could have started it off with one like they did on this one. They could have split it up to be two. more like a six and six than a seven and five. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they know. got it out of the make the trade. I liked the story. I did not care for the art. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, the, the last one? Pusian, yeah. The little that people? story was cool. Yeah, yeah that you can't call them little people anymore, sir. Okay. Little Pusians? Yeah, you have to call them little Pusians. Okay. But yeah, the Storybook <laughs> Love story was definitely the highlight. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I thought the actual two-parter was weaker than the Lilliputian one. But, well. But that's just me. No, yeah, I really liked the story. Okay. But yeah, Storybook Love, basically Bigby and Snow get brainwashed to go out in the woods and they wake up, and Goldilocks is supposed to kill them. And of course, she couldn't get a gun. But it's all part of a plan between Bluebeard and Goldilocks, and Goldilocks because yeah. they're because they're onto them, right? Or she's worried that because Bibby well, has the spies who are starting to understand that they're doing some unsafe yes, things, yes. and so it's like preventive or preemptive. Yeah. 
to take them out because yeah. Bluebeard is worried. Well, because everybody's looking for Goldilocks, and then they find out that Bluebeard is hiding Goldilocks. Yeah, and so now he's trying. Well, the to little the little mind. detective dude riding the mouse. Yes. They yeah, killed the mouse. Yes. But Correct. Not right. the detective that guy. But they know something. But the thing is, Bluebeard and Goldilocks realize something is up. We've got to take out. You know, Big they're sending small. spies. We yeah. need to get rid of Big B and, and so Snow. while Bluebeard is trying to take them out, Prince Charming all on his own, is has a plot to take Bluebeard out and steal all his stuff, which yes. is completely independent of what's going on yes. with Bluebeard. So it's interesting that that Bluebeard gets taken out not because of what he did, but for a completely different reason. Is that how you took it? Oh, absolutely. Well, it's Prince Charming trying to... Yeah, he's trying to get his... He, he wants, he's got a plot. He has a plot. He his likes plan. being important yes. and powerful. And he's got a plan there, and part of it is... Taking Bluebeard's correct you know, stuff, and then he's going to run for mayor. Apparently, apparently he's going to do something there. But yes, he's he's looking at trying to. He he likes being the popular kid. Yeah, so definitely. he's looking for the ways to do that. But, but that's yeah, us. but that but that's the thing is, I mean, here we are only in volume what three, you know, type of stuff, and we've already killed off, you know, Bluebeard. I mean, there's Goldilocks. murder murdering going on, you know, and whatever, and. All this other crap, and I'm just like, holy crap, you know? It's yeah, just, definitely raising it's stakes. Flowing and, yeah, yeah, raising stakes, and nobody's safe. Yeah, in a lot of ways. And poor old Snow gets pregnant, and so. yes, that's the big reveal at the end of the story. Yes. Was apparently when they were brainwashed, they did more than just sleep. She's pregnant. Yeah, with Big Beast Child. Mm. She's yes. not happy about it either. She is not happy. She's about to open herself up to See, Big was, B to was, go out with him, and then she finds out she's pregnant and knows where it happened. And I was trying to power through it because I waited way too late to start reading it, and I was like falling asleep towards the end, so I don't really uh, remember much of the, yes. the last. So Snow White's pregnant, but they don't remember it because it happened when they were right. brainwashed. But she's all mad at Bigby because Bigby should have been able to sense it or smell it or whatever well, he, else. He knew, he but like he said, it's like, well, I told you what you needed to hear at the time because yeah. it's through it. Which yeah. I felt was a valid. I mean, just because he didn't tell her, it still happened. I mean, it's not like it changed anything for him telling her right then. Probably not, but he... Other than she's pissed off about yeah. it. Well, I understand she's pissed off, but it's not his fault. And him not telling her right then is really not Right, but he probably should have been able to tell her somewhere before the doctor did. Possibly. Well, he probably didn't know she was pregnant. He knew that they had had... You know, oh, relations. Right. He probably didn't know that she was. That pregnant. is true. He did. Not and if know he that. knew that she was not going to take it well, he may not have ever told her except yeah. that she was pregnant. And so, yeah, okay. no, that's, a, that's a good point. And we did to see Bigby turn into a wolf for the first time, right? Because this is the first time he was full wolf form, where he got big and she's riding him. I don't think that happened previously. No, he was riding her. Well, at some point later, but, <laughs> but yes, after that fact, she's riding him. So. Yeah, but yeah, um, that whole sequence with Goldilocks with uh, oh the fight between the fight, Goldilocks and Big much, B that and was great Snow is just so fantastic there. Yeah, where she can, it took me like, three days to get a gun. Yeah, yeah but where she's there and she's turning and she's like got her neck broken and everything else. You can't hurt me or whatever. It falls down and gets hit by a truck. Well, Bill Williams <laughs> kind of canceled too, so you might want. Yeah, she's a sick twisted Goldilocks. Yeah, uh, probably she likes so. To sleep with bears. Yeah. And Bluebeard. And Bluebeard. Um, so I've, I've been reading single issues. And so oh, they yeah. have all the ads in it. And mm -hmm. then in the back they have like a checklist. Yeah. 
there, I can't remember what it was called. I should have wrote it down. But there was like a five-issue miniseries that Bill Willingham wrote and Tom Coker did the artwork on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. Google cool. Bill Willingham and Tom Coker. I think it was like a four or five issue. Have I read it? And be sure to add, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've read it. There's some cool shit. Because like, the filth is coming out at this point. Like, Sandman's done. But By there's still... Yeah. Yeah, Sandman's been done. But there's still milk in that motherfucker. There's ads for... Um, they did like little mini statues. Or little statues, uh, like they had a whole series of them, like one would come out every two months or so. Yeah. And Kevin Nolan did some of the designs on some of them. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, it's pretty, uh, I don't know. All, all you get now, like the only ads they have now are like for video games. Mm. Video games, like PlayStation 2. That's the advantage of this. Like, There's no ads. Yeah, I know. But I like the ads because it takes you back. It takes me back, Scott. It takes me back, Scott. I can relive my... Don't you love the cover art, though, for Fables? Oh, yeah. The same shot. He yes. does most of it. There were, like, a couple that he didn't. There he did all one. the... F he did the first ones. There was one in this that he didn't do, for sure. Look at that. <sighs> okay, well, I have the single fucking issues. Oh, I was going through my, um... And, the and best. then the last story... I mean, isn't that great? It I is. Mean, just... <laughs> the last story was the Lilliputians and the... Uh, we didn't even talk about the last story. The Lilliputians. Which, which yeah, you guys... You did talk about it enough, of. didn't we? I mean, my gosh, you keep bringing it up. So the <laughs> Lilliputians are the... the uh, what's his name? The adversary's coming. And so they're like, we need to get, the fuck need out, to get of out of here. So they send like, all a bunch a little, of dudes. A bunch of dudes, like, I don't know, a little ship, and they go out and they land on an island, and there's like an orc there, and he burns their ship down. And so they hide out. Actually, just little guys. And then the people, <laughs> some of the creatures, horse creatures or whatever, they like go, hey, we're going to go to this cool place. Uh, you should come with us. And they end up coming to our world. But they didn't send any women, so they're all dudes. Isn't this great, though? I and mean, so then they got... Single-handedly, he takes out all those rats. I mean, come on. But what is there not to like about this Yehu, you know? And then... Kick ass. So then they got, like, all <laughs> these dudes living in small town. And who is it? Is it Thumbelina? Yes. Who's the little one? Thumbelina. Yes, yeah, Thumbelina. Yeah. So she she's like up, the they're only all chick. like... Yeah. And they're, like, all, like... I'm surprised... See, if I was Bill Willingham, I would have gone really dark. Like, somebody would have taken her no. in the back and, like, murdered and raped her like what? an alley. What the hell, dude? dude? Man, gosh. <laughs> you are dark. <laughs> wow. But anyway, so there's only anyway. one. And so there's they're trying to find uh, these uh, barley corns or whatever the hell they are. Barley that, corn girls. Barley corn. And so, but... They didn't bring any with them. They're, the witch left them like at her house at the old place. So, some, one dude and a bird, they go back to the old country to try to find... Did you find it? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway. Anyway, it was like Finish the best review, story of the whole thing, huh? Focus. It was your favorite and story? And you loved the art. The art was the best. The art was so good. The, like, I, I really even want... liking the art, you know, that he's doing for yeah. each one of the characters. I'm starting to do some flourishes with the layouts and some yeah. cool I'm going on and eBay and I'm looking for, 
Linda Mendina, whatever art original pages from yeah. Fables number fourteen or whatever the fuck issue number it is because it was so good. Um, it's her whole book, Linda Mendina. So, this is cool. Check that out. If you like that art, uh, I'm sure. I'm trying to find this damn book for you. For me, it's for you. Sweet. I want to see you draw that. I really do. I could do this. Actually, you know what? No. I was looking I'm through curious. this. Yeah, you could draw that too. Dude, I could do, I could draw this. How about True Love's Kiss? I mean, look at that for, cool scene with all the background. That was funny. For, for, uh, <laughs> you couldn't wake her up. What? Look at all the background in this? Yeah, cool. yeah but, no, she, but when they tell a story about when she, uh, she fell asleep at the, or she gets her finger I know. And, in and the... I figured that out. Like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, how did that fucking happen? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Where she's like, at the mall or whatever and falls over. Right. And, and well, how the hell did she wake up there? A dog <laughs> came yeah. up and took me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Like, halfway through that story, I was like, dude, like that. Like, I can, dude, I, you can draw that. I cannot draw that. Oh, I could. That is harder than you think. Not really. All right. So anyway, anyway, storybook love, best grades so far. Yeah, I love fables, and this is probably the one that really like sold me to go. Yeah, I'm on for the very, very long run. Cool. So, well, duh. Well, duh. Really? What? Of course, we're right. gonna keep going. Well, we no. no, he's saying like when he no, first read it. No, I mean when I first read it way oh. back when, because I was buying these, you know, one at a time, and I got to story book. Oh, I thought you uh, meant you're on board now. No, yeah. no, no, way back then, because I I realized that after the first one, all the rest of them I have are first printing. So I'm pretty much I'm pretty you sure I I was enough. buying them as they came out. As well, that's pretty strong because you don't so, buy any comics. I don't. And I so think Scott I was, was even ordering this from us when we were running our comics. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. When a new Fable Street came out, yeah, I get that one. Yep. Keep them going. What the fuck? All right. Well, that's all, all right. we got. Well, Don's surfing the internet. The dark we will have to go home and look, and I'll tell you. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will. See you in a couple weeks. Have fun at Planet Comic Con.